ABCs uh, of prayer. You know, sometimes we, again, as I said last last week, we can we can get complicated in our lives. Uh, you ever met complicated believers? I don't want to be one of them. <laughs> there is there is the simplicity of Christ. Remember, Jesus. I mean, our Apostle Paul talks about that. The simplicity of Christ. Uh, it ought not to be complicated, really. If it was that complicated, all-knowing God made it complicated for us, none of us could have been born again. Uh, I say this, was it last week I was saying this, but uh, when, uh, when you're here in the garden, God walking, that was in, in Genesis chapter 3, and when he asked Adam, the, the, the King James Version says that, where art thou? Of course, God didn't speak in James Version. You know, you understand that. But uh, where, where are you? That did not mean that he didn't know where he was. Because you can't, you can't, you can't play hide and seek with God. He's all-knowing, all-seeing, and on and on and on. He's God. So, but I do believe when you, when you look at the, actually the, the Bible... And, and understanding the creation, Genesis 1, Genesis 2, and created, 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 having created him in his image and in his likeness, I believe he was asking this, Adam, where is your place in me? You're no longer in your place. Where are you? Where is the man that I created in my image and my likeness? And of course, Adam knew, remember, he had become naked and and he started blaming of course blamed the wife and the wife blamed the uh the serpent and the serpent uh didn't have anyone to blame <laughs> but where are you where is where is the place that i i created you to be and that's exactly god wants us to take our rightful place in him in christ and do his work we were created in his image and in his likeness. I do believe that it's so important for our believer in Christ to understand Genesis chapter 1, chapter 2 about the creation. That's very critical. Understanding the book of Genesis, the creation, Genesis 1, 2, 3, that's very critical. And I believe in God to go all the way to the book of Revelation, understanding and increasing in understanding. But we all started last week, and I'm going to say some things that I said. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you hear a teacher going back to the things over and over again, it does not mean that they don't have anything else to say. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And many times we think we have heard. Oh, Zita was telling me something. I've heard that over the years, but something, someone told me, you know, I've heard you say that. Oh, yeah, last Sunday I got a text, actually, from two people. But say, I've heard you say that, but this time you said it, it was different. I said, it wasn't different. You heard it and heard it, but this time you heard it. You see the difference? You've been hearing it here, and many times you think you've heard it, but I've heard that. Is it working? In fact, I do believe a faith person... Really, if they say they have 
had that, they are no longer operating in faith as they should. But a faith person have to think in this time, a father, but what is it that I don't know? I need to hear it afresh. How, what is happening? Faith is coming. How does faith come? It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I saw that text and I said, you know what? I responded. You know you've heard it. It wasn't like it's different, but you've heard it over and over again. But this time faith came and was able to connect with what, what I said. Probably, probably, maybe all of you, you hear me say, blessed are my eyes for they see. It's like he's going to say that again. The next one you'll say is blessed. He is here. And then he's going to talk about unto him who's been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of earth. And then he's going to say, I'm the sheep. And I know. <laughs> but has that been personalized? Until you say it by faith. I'm telling when you say it by faith and, and, and light comes, you will every time you're going to the scriptures, you really want to say it. Because your eyes see things that you've never seen before. You can even be going for a meeting and you just start saying, I believe I see. I believe I hear. Bless are my eyes for they see and my ears for they hear. I believe that and I say here and I have the utterance of the spirit concerning that meeting. And you go in the meeting, I've seen people come in front of me you know, they've come for a meeting. Sometimes I've prayed and I believe God, but I haven't had anything until they see it. And I know. And I'm thinking, I just know what to say. Is that good? I mean, you just know. It's not supposed to be just for pastors. It's for every believer. Can I show you a scripture again in that? Let's go. The, um, I'm coming back. I'm, uh, th this is still, uh, when, when, you're, when you're cutting a big tree in a forest, you know, there are many trees. There are usually other trees around, small ones. You see? So you have to clear the area before you get to the main one you're looking for. So this is what I'm doing. <laughs> Let me see if I'll get this scripture over here. I've, I remember the person I've spoken over and over to her. You need to take those trips again? Or you don't want to take them? Those trips used to take internationally. You're starting, we release you. Take them. <laughs> Take them. Yeah, remember she would come and say, Pastor Wade, Pastor Carl, and then myself, uh, you know, she'll say, Pastor, I'm traveling to such and such a country, and I'll be speaking there. I say, okay, let's pray. Let's go to this scripture. You remember the scripture I'll always give you? Luke 21. Start there. Let's start from. Uh, so he's talking about telling his disciples that they'll be brought before kings from verse 12. But previous to all of this, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, turning you over to the synagogues and prisons. And you'll be led away before kings and governors for my name's sake. And then he says, This will be a time, an opportunity for you to bear testimony. Resolve and settle it in your minds not to meditate and prepare beforehand how we are to make your defense and how you'll answer. You know, that does not mean how you start going to a meeting without preparation. No, no, no. I mean, you're in faith. Listen, no preparation is over preparation. But you prepare, but you're just believing God for how it's going to turn out. 
And then he says, so don't meditate that beforehand. But then he says, verse 15, For I myself will give you a mouth and such utterance and wisdom that all your foes combined will be unable to stand against or refute. Now that's utterance. That, that God giving you a mouth. Now did you know that he's dealing with wickedness? Dealing with the, 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 the enemy of our souls. The enemy of the gospel. So, so look at your situation there. Maybe the enemy of your prosperity. The enemy of your health. The enemy of you moving forward. In whatever God has called you to do. Then you have to believe God to give your mouth and such utterance and wisdom. And how does it go? Even in the time of prayer. In the time of prayer, we need to believe God for utterance. We need to believe God for words to speak concerning the situation. Jesus said he spoke no words except that which he had from the Father. And when he spoke to that fig tree, let no man eat, tree, eat fruit from you ever again. He spoke the words of the Father. And what happens? Words of God bring results. I tell people, that's fine. Tell, 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 me, let, let, tell me that you've heard from God. But you know what you've been looking for? Fruit. If you say you've heard from God, that's fine. Every one of us in the new covenant, we are, we are supposed to be hearing from God. But if we are really hearing from God, what we are looking for is fruit. Because anything that is of God has fruit. You see what I'm, I'm saying? Now, let's, let's, let me go back now to our ABCs of prayer. But I want you to start declaring it by faith, going, blessed are my eyes for this. And you put your fingers right there. And you do right in here. And you say, I know the voice of the shepherd and the voice of the strangers I shall not follow. And, and you say it by faith. You say it, you're going for a meeting and, and say it by faith. I see, I hear. I see things that people are not seeing there. And I'm able to speak words that others are not saying because the Lord is with me and I believe that. And you, you, you just believe that. And it, it works all the time. Now, ABCs of prayer, there's something I said last week. I'll say it again. Prayer is not what makes faith work, but faith is what makes prayer work. Don't forget that. Faith is what makes prayer work. Why? Faith comes from the word of God. Biblical faith is from the word of God. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you hear and hear the word of God, faith is formed in your heart. Faith to receive what you are believing for, or what you are hoping for. What is that faith? Faith is the substance of things hopeful. The evidence of things not seen. So when you, you get the word of God, you get the promise, then you, have, you activate that inside of you. We have the word of God active in our hearts. We can, when we have the word of God active in our hearts, we can pray with confidence. When you have that word of God active in our hearts. And I know you've experienced this. Most likely, most likely I know many times believers, I've, I've, this has happened to me. I, I no longer feel that way, but I used to so much. Uh, that 
That day probably you're going for a meeting and you're really prepared. And you have the word of God inside of you. And you're told, now, sister so and so, you pray for us. And you pray the word in the name of Jesus. And the word is inside of you. And there is a day that you didn't feel like praying. And you're going for a meeting and say, Lord, have them not call me to pray today. I don't feel like praying. You see that? <laughs> Is ever felt, if you ever felt that way, Lord, please, tell, please don't allow them to. You don't have confidence. You know what? You've not set your mind on God's word. But actually, if you start thinking of it and start meditating on, it, on, on that, it doesn't matter how you're feeling. Your faith is in God's word, not in your feelings. Feelings can be deceptive. Feelings change. So you have to put in, in, in prayer, you must have confidence in God's word. Remember what I was talking about, Abraham? Uh, he believed God because knowing that God not only is he able to, is able, he, not only did he promise, but he was also what? Able to fulfill that promise. That's, that's confidence. He was confident in that. God not only does he promise, but he's able to fulfill that promise. So let's go to First John 5.14 to 15. <clears throat> We looked at it from the... Let's look at it right to the, from the Amplified Classic Version. Talking about ABCs of prayer. I hope you've been working on those ABCs. Just going back to some basics. And start realizing, do I really believe what I've been praying? Do I really believe what I'm saying? Let's go first. And this is the confidence. What does that remind you of? Confidence. Huh? It's faith. It's faith. The, this is the confidence. That's faith. The, the assurance. He was confident that he was confident. Not God was he not only able, was, did he give the promise, but he was able to, to fulfill that promise. And this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness which we have in him. We are sure that if we ask anything, make any request according to his will, in agreement with his own plan, he listens to us and hears us. That should give us so much confidence. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I do thank you for your goodness. It's right there. We should have that confidence. Look at this, what follows. Next says this. Um, and if, if since we positively know that he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with the settled and absolute knowledge. That is what also. That's faith, people. What is faith? It's a substance of things hoped for. It's a settlement inside of you. I have received, I have the substance of that which I've been hoping for. It's settled in my heart. It's done. Now it's an expectation. I expect it to happen. But as far as I'm concerned, it's done. I don't know about you. I've been in situations like those, like, I'll not pray again. I know it's done. <laughs> I'm not going to pray again about that situation. I know it's done. Uh, I, I like telling Tina, now look, this is it. We're not going to pray about this. When you think about it, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? 
We're talking about ABCs of what are you supposed to do? Thanksgiving. You've already prayed. Listen, now if, if that has not set, is set, settled in your, in your mind and in your heart, then you need to go back to the word. You're not going to pray again. You need to go to the word. What is going to happen? As you go to the word, faith is coming. Faith is coming. And when faith comes, that assurance is there. There's a settling in your heart. It is done. <clears throat> okay. I was shouting here. We also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have, we have granted us our present possessions, the request made of him. That is it. It's done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, it's done. Thank you, Lord, it's done. You should act that way in finances. Thank you, Lord, it's done. Praise God. I praise you, Father, because it's done. So we know what the will of God. Remember, the will of God is God's word. The will, the will of God is the word of God. Let's go again to John 15, 7. By this time, we read it only the Passion Translation. Remember, I said this. When we have the word of God active in our hearts, we can pray with confidence. You can't have faith beyond the knowledge that you have. Because faith comes from the word of God. So you must have what? Faith comes from knowing the word of God. And listen to this. I'm not talking now about knowledge, head knowledge. I'm talking about revelation knowledge. Revelation is active knowledge, the living word of God. I like going back to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is living and active. I think the first, first version I used, I think was the new international version also. It says that the word of God is living and powerful. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So the word of God is full of life. And if it's in our hearts then, it should be our hearts be full of life. Out of our hearts come forth life of God. The life of God. Now look at this. But if you live in, you live in life union with me, and if my words live powerfully within you, then you can ask whatever you desire, and it will be done. Now his desires becomes your desire. Why is that so? Because his word is inside of you. In fact, there's someone I was praying for, you know, kept having issues and issues of the flesh. You know, those issues making progress, but goes back over there. Certain young person. Then I prayed. I'd never prayed that way. In fact, looked at me and said, what does that mean? Because <laughs> keep following into the same, you know, uh, sinful, uh, fl fleshly uh, sins. And I say, Father, I lay hands uh, on this young person. Father, Awaken her holy desires for you. I pray this. Her desires for holy things may be awakened. Not the awakening of these fleshly desires. When that is awakened inside of you, you're passionate, you want God. 
you want God more than a mukimo. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about food generally because you know in prayer and fasting you 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 really you you desire that. I give my life to Christ in the in, you know at, at 23, and I'm telling you, I was before then I was awakened to the world. I'm serious. I I wanted everything that will keep me high. I really wanted that. Can you imagine? I think at 20, I was in Eldoret. At 20 years old, went to a slum area. I'm forgetting that slum area. With a man who was, was a friend of my dad, was almost the age of my dad. He was working fire brigade in Eldoret. But went to a slum area and didn't have any money. He was, he was such a drunkard, so he was ever broke. He'll save him for, for years, leaving, leaving his wife at home, and he didn't go. And the wife was just a borrower. Our, our neighbors, actually, uh, just next, next to, our, to our home. And uh, our neighbor, li- literally, our, our, our land is next to, you know, they are really our neighbor. We border, we border each other. And therefore, I went, I was looking for him, I got him, and he was broke. And, and he said, so do you have any money? Yeah, I, I didn't have any money. So he said, let's go down there and, and drink something. And at 20, I think 19, 20, I was 20, I was taken to drink busa. Can you imagine that? 20. You be with these elderly people. Yeah. Now that, if your son is doing that at 20, you should know that they, they, are, they have gone far. And then after that, we go for some changa. And, and you know, even in, in a changa, there are levels and levels. There's cheap changa. It smells terrible. And then there is another levels and other levels that be, like, they are, they're like whisk. You know, there are levels and levels. But cheap changa smells bad. I remember going down with my cousins to, to Madare Valley looking for changa. It smells bad. You know, it's like almost like you dead in your, the, 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 the smelling, uh, what? Senses so that you can drink it, but you want to get it gets in you, gets high. That's terrible. Now you can think of how I wanted to be high. Now I give my life to Christ that I'd been drinking the night before, and I give my life to Christ in, the, in, the, in, in that day. And I'm telling you, the following day, that was on Tuesday, I started praying. I smoked, I had my cigarettes in my pocket when I was going to be prayed for. I already had my cigarettes in my pocket. But when I gave my life to Christ, I gave to the husband of the woman who prayed for me. Because he wasn't born again. He's <laughs> a distant cousin. And I said, you know, I'm going in there to be prayed for. That's in the kitchen. Why don't you have these cigarettes? But the plan is I'll, I'll smoke after, uh, after, after being prayed for. So I, I went to the kitchen and the mom anointed by God cast out devils out of me and when I left out there. I told that the husband said, I'm born again now. Say what? Yeah, I'm now. Now as you keep your cigarettes and stay with them. I was, <laughs> I was done. I was done. Do you know what happens the following day? Thank God never ever was tempted again to smoke any cigarette. Never been tempted to drink alcohol, and that will be that way for the rest of my life. What happened? 
there is an awakening inside of me toward God. And I believe that should be every believer, that there is an awakening inside of us. We want God. We want God. We want his desires. Now, so, but if you live in life union with me and my words live powerful within you, then you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done. That was brought, all what I've said was brought about by desire. Desire. Your desires change. You want God. You are awakened to live. You are awakened to live for righteousness. Now then. So I'd say last week, a true believer of the word is a person of prayer. If someone says, I am, I am a person of the word, then that should be a person of prayer. A true believer of the word is a person of prayer. What do we pray? We pray the promises of God. Therefore, if I don't know the promise, I cannot pray, pray a prayer of faith. I have to know the promises of God's word. Or the promises to us, which is actual God's word. Now, let me say something here. Let me, this is now new uh, that I didn't say last week. Many times believers focus on the problem, or, or on, on the problem, and therefore pray problems, or the problems. Does, does that say right? Is that good English? But many believers, anyway, this is not an English class, but many believers focus on the problems and therefore pray the, pray the problems. You, you, you see what I'm saying? When you focus on the problems over and over again, what will happen? You'll start praying problems. Oh, Father. You see now I've lost the, the, the job. Lord, what am I going to do? I have bills to pay. I have children to take to school. Lord, I, le- I have lost the job. What are you hearing? Problems. What is coming? Faith in those problems. Don't forget that. What you are hearing is you're hearing problems, and what is coming, faith in those problems is coming. And of course, you know that's not faith in God. Faith in those problems. What is happening? You know, when you say, Oh Lord, we magnify you. Hey, do you think we are magnifying him? He's bigger. Is he magnified? Forever he is. But listen to this. So that you may be magnified in our hearts. That we may, tr- we may see his, his true reflection in us. But he's not changing him. It's, change, it's, it's our hearts which are changing so that we may see him bigger in our situation. I repeat this. I want you to get this. So that n- not only... In prayer, which I'm going to say, not only in prayer, but in the things you say after prayer. After prayer. My sister, we need to be praying. Oh, about it, I thought we prayed. Yeah, but this situation is becoming bad. You are actually nullifying what you've prayed. Okay, but let me, let me focus on this first. It says, many believers, I said many believers focus on the problem uh, or on problems, and therefore pray those problems. And praying, praying problems or gives you faith for those problems. Did I say that right? Yeah, you have faith in those problems. That's why you keep saying, you remember, oh, let me go over here. 
we go to a scripture here. Thank you, Lord. Help me get this here. Yeah, look at Job 3.25. All right, look at this. All of you, look at, look at the script. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. And what I dreaded, dreaded has happened to me. Now, now if you see that then, then Job was highly developed in fear. This is not just fear, greatly fear. Now, look, go this. Let me, let me go over here to, to see what motivated his actions. Uh, let's go, to, go back to chapter 1. Verse 4. You there? Okay. And his sons, Job's sons, would go and feast in their houses, each on, on his appointed day, and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was on the days of feasting and run their course that Job would send and sanctify them, and would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be. It may be. It may be. We, we know what is motivating him. Because we see later in, in that Job 3.25 of the things that he greatly feared. He says, it may be, where is it? It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. You can develop in fear and pray in fear. Why is that so? Because you're hearing the words of the devil. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. Listen to this. Let, let, me, let me say this man. Faith comes by hearing. Whether you're hearing the word of God, faith is coming in God's ability. Now you're hearing the words of the devil, your faith. You see, personally, I don't listen so much. You know, I just, you know, if nine o'clock, seven o'clock, this, I just don't listen. It's not like I don't, I can check some things to read what is happening, but I just don't listen to that. But there are people that don't miss that. those, they, they, they call them news. What news? They are bad news. Oh, there is a man in a, somewhere and there is, and there is this and happen, there is this happening. And, and think about this, you are listening to that, it's nine o'clock. And there are people who, who wait for whatever the discussions, they go until 10.30, all right? They have all that information, and, and they, they go now to sleep. Can you imagine how much has come in fear? And then you try to operate in faith? Not so. Try, instead of that, uh, okay, let me say this. In actual sense, like Tina and I, we killed the desire for news, what they call news. We just, it's, it's, it doesn't exist. We can be there seated at 9 o'clock and, uh, and, and we, if we, we may switch off television, we are talking among ourselves. Or it's, oh, can you watch that message before we go, we go sleep? We watch something for 30 minutes, then we, we're getting ready to go sleep. That, that died inside of us. 
but you can awaken that desire for news. You can. And the more you awaken it, the more you want. The more you want. The more you want. But listen to this. You can get addicted to the word. That you keep hearing and keep hearing. And the more you hear, faith is coming. And the more it comes, you want more. You'll never get enough. You want the word of God. And what's happening? Faith is coming. So actually, what it was, all this we see was motivated by fear. He was greatly developed in fear. And, and don't you know that he said those words? Remember even here he's saying about, about or we see anyway later on how he's, he's really complaining and saying things and saying things and saying things out of that fear. Fear actually things that he had said and said and said. It happened. But that's not all. We have a good testimony concerning Job. At the end it was better. And I don't believe we lived in fear anymore. What else? Hey, if you have your, what, that was the wife? No, the wife was there, that, that woman. <laughs> but the sons and all what he had had been destroyed. What else? What, what, what else moves you? If that has happened. All that had happened. Nothing even moved him after that. But I don't think he, he had any fear anymore. Let me go back to what I was saying. Are you seeing that? You are hearing the problem when you pray the problem. Therefore, faith is coming in, in that problem or faith in those problems to, to, to happen in, in, in your life. Or you, you develop actually your faith in problems. But when you pray the word of God, you are hearing God's word. And when you hear the word of God, faith is coming. Praying the word of God is praying the answers. I want to say that very, very important. Praying the word of God is praying the answer. Having the word of God right in front of you over and over again, you are praying the answer. Mark eleven twenty four, talking about uh, the King James Version. I think I first heard it from the King James Version. And I want to go there. Mark eleven twenty four. 24. It says, therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire. This is the New King James. Under the, the King James Version. Whatsoever things uh, you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So what is that you're praying? You're praying what? The things that you desire. Okay, let me ask you something. You say, I, I want you to, to hear, to, to explain what I was saying. You see, pray, praying the problems, actually you have faith in the problems. But when you start praying the word of God, you have faith in the word of God. Because praying the word of God is praying out what? The answers, okay? Now look at this. Let me give you an example. Uh, if you don't have money, what do you desire? Do you desire to have money. Okay, let me, let me, the one that I was saying. If you don't have a, if you don't, if you've lost your job, what, it is, what is your desire? To have a job. Yeah, is that so? So look at this. Father, you know I've lost my job. And all these children are depending on me. I, you became a god there. Anyway. <laughs> 
You know, Lord. You, you, you know, Lord. And, and you keep repeating that over and over again. Faith is coming because you are hearing. Now, Father, I believe you, sir. This door that has been shut. But you say when one is shut, I believe you are opening another. And therefore, I have faith in you. And I start going to the scriptures regarding that things that I can be able to speak concerning my job. And in the name of Jesus, Father, I believe you for favor. I'm thanking you for utterance concerning this job. I'm thanking you for favor. I'm thanking even these applications I make, I do that by faith. Because I know, Father, you cannot fail me. What are you hearing? Faith. You're hearing words that will inspire you. But I'm telling you, you'll never be motivated, activated, enthused if you've been so far. Look at our nation. We are, we are done. We are, you get depressed. You get depressed. You leave that place. You leave so-called prayer meeting. But actually, it isn't. Prayer is not what makes faith work. But faith is what makes prayer work. So don't forget that. So look at this. A person of prayer again, you have to be a person of the word of God. You have to go to the word of God and lift up the promises. Speak the promises. I have confidence when I speak to a, to a demonic spirit. I go to that Luke 10, 19 almost every day. I've given you power and authority to trade upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt me. I like that. I like going to that Luke 10, 19. And when I go to Luke 10, 19, I go to, to 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given me a spirit of fear. And I'm looking at it. But of power and of love and of a son man. And I'm saying it. When I'm saying it, I'm hearing it. In fact, when I'm, I, I'm dealing, you know, even people who have influenced by demonic spirit. When I put my hands on them, mostly that's what the scripture that comes up in my heart. That Luke 10, 19. Because I, I say it, I believe it, and when I place my hands there, I believe that exactly to happen. And I see people get freed from, from, from you know, addictions and any kind of demonic influences right there. <laughs> At a certain, you remember that lady we praying for? Uh, I, I laid hands on her, and, and the spirit, sp spirit said, I had it in the spirit, yeah? She was there, that, and she didn't hear it, but she had, had me answer. I said, uh, and I had the spirit say, no, we're not leaving. She's mine. I said, no, she isn't. She's bought by the precious blood of Jesus, and I say, leave now. And then, it was quiet. Listen, inside of me, it was quiet, and she was, she was delivered. Because she'll hear voices. Remember, she'll go to sleep and she'll hear voices. She'll be walking. She'll hear hearing voices. Just terrible. Not voices of I love you. You understand? <laughs> terrible voices. Demonic voices. But then when I, then I, I, I asked her, what happened? She said, I had those spirits say, we are going. I said, mm -hmm. I had them speak. She was there. She didn't hear. But I had them in the spirit realm. I had them once. And, no, she's mine. She's ours. 
I said, no, she's not yours. She's bought by the precious blood. Go. How she had the spirit sleeve, I had them try to answer me back. But listen to this. That Luke 10, 19 was alive in my heart and she was set free. Activate these promises inside of you. The speaking of God's promises, which we call it confessing of God's promises, activates them within you. Become alive inside of you. What are we supposed to pray? We're supposed to pray the things that we desire. The things that you desire. He says, whatsoever, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Therefore, what happens with that? You desire those things, you say those things, you are hearing what you desire. Faith is coming for you to receive what you desire. And you know the principle is this, from that same Mark 11, you'll have what you say. Don't forget that. You will have what you you say. That, that really, so to speak, intrigues me uh, or amazes me. Here are ten spies sent by, by, by Moses. They go, they bring evil report. Two spies, Caleb and Joshua, they go to the promised land. They come back. They say, remember they, everything they did, they are saying they brought good report. These ones say they are not able. The two says we are well able to take this land. These ones had what they said. Caleb and Joshua, I mean, received what they said. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so look at this. It's not talking about ABCs of prayer. It's not what we say only when we are praying but what we, we have to develop our speech or our conversation to be in line with God's word. In other words, we release faith with every word that we speak. Every word that we speak. You know, you can't say like, we are dying. And no, we aren't. You understand that? Now, you may say, like, it may not happen one day, it may not happen that same day, but actually you are developing faith in death wars for those to happen. While you keep saying the word of God and keep saying the word of God, and it happens. I, re I remember uh, some, some months ago, I told Tina, honey, I have to have such and such an amount to do... To, to do some, some work, I have to have such and such an amount. And I say, I said it. And I said it. And, you know, the, the, those ones are like, I must have it. I must have it. And then she looked at me, she said, she asked me, um, tell me, can I get that money from the circle? Since it seems like you must have it. I said, uh, I'll think about that. And then, so, <laughs> after that, I, I, I left, and, and the Yorkto was coming close to the day that I needed that amount of money. And that circle started ringing in my head. He <laughs> said, the seed had been sown. Yeah. That, that circle was right there. And, and, you know, I thought, the circle kept ringing in my head. 
And then the Lord, I was listening to a certain pastor on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and he said, I'm telling you, the Spirit of God used him to speak to me directly, just spoke to me. And the Lord said this to me, do you want to go back to something? I have no problem with that. You understand that, that I'm talking about me. No, I'm not talking about I'm, I'm giving you something you can learn from it, but I'm not telling you that you shouldn't get money from your sack. You understand? That was me. And the Lord said this, do you want to go back into something that I, I, dealt, you with, I, dealt, I dealt with you over 20 years ago? I said, no, Lord. And that pastor spoke, I was on television, spoke to me directly. And I thought, this is the Lord. That's it. So I settled in my heart, I'm not going to go that direction but I must have that money. Okay? A week before, about, about, about nine days, ten days before, an individual, the Lord spoke to an individual and said, I want you to give to Pastor Davis such and such an amount. I said, what? That amount of money? Why? <laughs> Does it happen? I've never given such an amount of money to anyone. And the Lord, the Lord told the individual, I want you to. It was on a Friday night. Went to sleep. In the morning, the individual told me when they woke up, it was right there. <laughs> it's just, they knew what they were supposed to do. You know the one that you know what you're supposed to do, like in the service, and the Lord say, I want you to give 10,000, and you are... Uh, I exhort thee. And then they say, is this, obedience is better than sacrifice. <laughs> and then the voice says that, that's what they say, I exhort. But you know what you're supposed to do right inside of you? Has ever happened to you? Huh? <laughs> you know what you're supposed to do, but you're lifting, you're, you're shouting louder. But the, in your heart, you know, God is all-knowing and he's smart. Now, do you think you'll shout, you'll shout louder that God, that you can't hear his voice? Jonah tried. Jonah tried. He went, he got into a boat, going to a different, into a ship, went to a different area. Did that happen? I mean, that was so foolish. You, you asked Jonah in heaven. I mean, that was so foolish. It's I'm running away from God. What? How? When he got even in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, that, that, that's, that was amazing, uh, actually, to get into the belly of a fish, to be right in there, and God is speaking. The prayers that he was making, that belly, <laughs> he has some, some prayers in the belly of a fish. That is so amazing, people. I don't know if you read the Bible and, and you see yourself. Have you ever seen yourself in the belly of a fish? Please, that's disobedience. Don't see yourself there. But is that, that amazing? Does that amaze you? Do you read the scriptures and you really see something there and you start laughing? I had a certain story of a certain man. Uh, the wife had given uh, her life to Christ and she was so excited and went back and she said, uh, uh, the man came. You know, it's been proven uh, that there is no bi fish big enough to swallow a human being. I said, but it happened. I said, no, that cannot be. So all this about Jonah being swallowed by fish, that is not true. It is not true. And the wife said, that's fine. I'll ask him in heaven. And the husband said, 
What about if you don't find him in heaven? They say, you'll ask him. <laughs> oh, you got the story. <laughs> Listen to this. We aren't, we aren't called to figure out things with our heads. We're called to do what? To believe. Who created the fish? God. He created the fish. I mean, why don't you take the word of God and believe? But think about this. Why was I going into that? Anyway, yeah, this is what it is. The individual knew on that Saturday morning and uh, called and asked, what is the official name of Pastor Davis? And then he was given and wrote a check. And listen to this. Just one week before, the Lord did exactly that. As say those who was. And the closer it became, you know, the pressure comes up. But what do you need to do? Keep saying. Don't change. What about if it's the actual day? Keep saying. What about the day passes? Keep saying. In fact, for me, usually, it's, 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 I've, I've seen this over the years, I say, uh, Lord, is there any place that I'm missing? You see, you start searching now. Is there any place that I'm missing actually your will? And if you see that there is a place you're missing, then you repent of it. But then you do what? And he'll give you the utterance. Keep saying the word of God does not change and it does not live in the realm of time. Do you know I got exactly that? But look at this. I did that. And when I, when I finished what I was doing with that amount of money, I thought, good Lord Jesus. Because I, I wish I'd, I'll tell you after that, it was one, one breakthrough after another and one breakthrough after another. I wish I'd tell you that, but that was not the case. I could have been being hunted by this. The promises of God's word. Or the promises to us, which is actual God's word. Now let me say something here. Let me, this is now new uh, that I didn't say last week. Many times believers focus on the problem, or, or on, on the problem, and therefore pray problems or the problems. Does, does that say right? Is that good English? But many believers, anyway, this is not an English class, but many believers focus on the problems and therefore pray the, pray the problems. You, you, you see what I'm saying? When you focus on the problems over and over again, what will happen? You'll start praying problems. Oh, Father. You see now I've lost the, the, the job. Lord, what am I going to do? I have bills to pay. I have children to take to school. Lord, I, le I have lost the job. What are you hearing? Problems. What is coming? Faith in those problems. Don't forget that. What you are hearing is you're hearing problems, and what is coming, faith in those problems is coming. And of course, you know, that's not faith in God. Faith in those problems. What is happening? You know, when you say, oh Lord, we magnify you. Hey, do you think we are magnifying him? He's bigger. Is he magnified? Forever he is. But listen to this, so that you may be magnified in our hearts. That we may, we may see his, his true reflection in us. But he's not changing him. 
is change is, is our hearts which are changing so that we may see him bigger in our situation. I repeat this. I want you to get this. So that not only in prayer, which I'm going to say, not only in prayer, but in the things you say after prayer. After prayer. My sister, we need to be praying. Oh, about I thought we prayed. Yeah, but this situation is becoming bad. You are actually nullifying what you've prayed. Okay, but let me, let me focus on this first. It says, many believers, I said, many believers focus on the problem uh, or on problems and therefore pray those problems. And praying, praying problems or gives you faith for those problems. Did I say that right? Yeah, you have faith in those problems. That's why you keep saying, you remember, oh, let me go over here. <clears throat> We go to a scripture here. Thank you, Lord. Help me get this here. Yeah, look at Job 3.25. All right, look at this. All of you, look at, look at the script. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me. And what I dreaded, dreaded has happened to me. Now, now, if you see that, then, then Job was highly developed in fear. This is not just fear, greatly fear. Now, look, go this. Let me, let me go over here to, to see what motivated his actions. Uh, let's go, to, go back to chapter 1. Verse 4. You're there? Okay. And his sons, Job's sons, would go and feast in their houses each on, on his appointed day and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was on the days of feasting and run their course that Job would send and sanctify them and would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be. It may be. It may be. We, we know what is motivating him. Because we see later in, in that Job 3.25 of the things that he greatly feared. He says, it may be, where is it? It may be that my sons have sinned and cast God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. You can develop in fear and pray in fear. Why is that so? Because you're hearing the words of the devil. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. Listen to this. Let, let, me, let me say this, man. Faith comes by hearing. Whether you're hearing the word of God, faith is coming in God's ability. Now you're hearing the words of the devil, your faith. You see, personally, I don't listen so much. You know, I just, you know, if nine o'clock, seven o'clock, this, I just don't listen. It's not like I don't, I can check some things to read what is happening, but I just don't listen to that. But there are people that don't miss that. Those, they, they, they call them news. What news? They are bad news. Oh, there is a man in a 
somewhere and there is and there is this and happen there is this happening and and think about this you are listening to that it's nine o'clock and there are people who, who wait for whatever the discussions they go until 10 30 all right they have all that information and and they they go now to sleep Can you imagine how much has come in? Fear. And then you try to operate in faith? Not so. Try, instead of that, uh, okay, let me say this. In actual sense, like Tina and I, we killed the desire for news, what they call news. We just, it's, it's, it doesn't exist. We can be there seated at 9 o'clock and, uh, and, and we... If we image switch of television, we are talking among ourselves. Oh, it's, oh can we watch that message before we go, we go sleep? We watch something for 30 minutes, then we, we're getting ready to go sleep. That, that died inside of us. But you can awaken that desire for news. You can. And the more you awaken it, the more you want. The more you want. The more you want. But listen to this. You can get addicted to the word. That you Keep hearing and keep hearing and the more you hear faith is coming and the more it comes, you want more. You'll never get enough. You want the word of God. And what's happening? Faith is coming. So actually, what it was, all this we see was motivated by fear. He was greatly developed in fear. And, and don't you know that he said those words? Remember even here he's saying about about, or we see anyway later on how he's, he's really complaining and saying things and saying things and saying things out of that fear. Fear actually things that he has said and said and said. It happened. But that's not all. We have a good testimony concerning Job. At the end it was better. And I don't believe we lived in fear anymore. What else? Hey, if you have your, what, that was a wife. No, the wife was there, that, that woman. <laughs> but the sons and all what he had had been destroyed. What else? What, what, what else moves you? If that has happened. All that had happened. Nothing even moved him after that. But I don't think he, he had any fear anymore. Let me go back to what I was saying. Are you seeing that? You are hearing the problem. When you pray the problem, therefore faith is coming in, in that problem or faith in those problems to, to, to happen in, in, in your life. Or you, you develop actually your faith in problems. But when you pray the word of God, you are hearing God's word. And when you hear the word of God, faith is coming. Praying the word of God is praying the answers. Want to say that very, very important. Praying the word of God is praying the answer. Having the word of God right in front of you over and over again, you are praying the answer. Mark eleven twenty four, talking about uh, the King James Version. I think I first heard it from the King James Version. Now I want to go there. Mark eleven twenty four. it says, Therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire. This is the New King James, under the, the King James Version. Whatsoever things uh, you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them 
and you shall have them. So what is that you're praying? You're praying what? The things that you desire. Okay, let me ask you something. You say, I, I want you to, to hear, to, to explain what I was saying. You see, pray, praying the problems, actually you have faith in the problems. But when you start praying the word of God, you have faith in the word of God. Because praying the word of God is praying out what? The answers, okay? Now look at this. Let me give you an example. Uh, if you don't have money, what do you desire? Do you desire to have money? Okay, let me, let me, the one that I was saying. If you don't have a, if you don't, if you've lost your job, what, it is, what is your desire? To have a job. Yeah, is that so? So look at this. Father, you know I've lost my job. And all these children are depending on me. I, you became a god there. Anyway. <laughs> you know, Lord. You, you, you know, Lord. And, and you keep repeating that over and over again. Faith is coming. Because you are hearing. Now, Father, I believe you, sir. This door that has been shut. But you say when one is shut, I believe you are opening another. And therefore, I have faith in you. And I start going to the scriptures regarding that things that I can be able to speak concerning my job. And in the name of Jesus, Father, I believe you for favor. I'm thanking you for utterance concerning this job. I'm thanking you for favor. I'm thanking even these applications I make, I do that by faith. Because I know, Father, you cannot fail me. What are you hearing? Faith. You're hearing words that will inspire you. But I'm telling you, you'll never be motivated, activated, enthused if you've been so far. Look at our nation. We are, we are done. We are, you get depressed. You get depressed. You leave that place. You leave so-called prayer meeting. But actually, it isn't. Prayer is not what makes faith work. But faith it's what makes prayer work. So don't forget that. So look at this. A person of prayer again, you have to be a person of the word of God. You have to go to the word of God and lift up the promises. Speak the promises. I have confidence when I speak to a, to a demonic spirit. I go to that Luke 10, 19 almost every day. I've given you power and authority to trade upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt me. I like that. I like going to that Luke 10, 19. And when I go to Luke 10, 19, I go to, to 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given me a spirit of fear, and I'm looking at it, but of power and of love and of a son man. And I'm saying it. When I'm saying it, I'm hearing it. In fact, when I, I, I'm dealing with you know, even people who are influenced by demonic spirit, when I put my hands on them, mostly that's what the scripture that comes up in my heart, that Luke 10, 19. Because I, I say it, I believe it, and when I place my hands there, I believe that exactly to happen. And I see people get freed from, from, from you know, addictions and any kind of demonic influences right there. At a certain, you remember that lady you were praying for? Um, I laid hands on her and, and the spirit 
spirit said, I had it in the spirit. Eh? She was there, that, and she didn't hear it, but she had, had me answer. I said, uh, and I had the spirit say, no, we're not leaving. She's mine. I said, no, she isn't. She's bought by the precious blood of Jesus, and I say, leave now. And then, it was quiet. Listen, inside of me, it was quiet, and she was, she was delivered. Because she'll hear voices. Remember, she'll go to sleep, and she'll hear voices. She'll be walking, she'll hear hearing voices. Just uh, terrible. Not voices of, I love you. You understand? <laughs> terrible voices. Demonic voices. But then when I, then I, I, I asked her, what happened? She said, I had those spirits say, we are going. I said, mm -hmm. I had them speak. She was there. She didn't hear. But I had them in the spirit realm. I had them once. No, she's mine. She's ours. I said, no, she's not yours. She's bought by the precious blood. Go. How she had the spirits leave. I had them try to answer me back. But listen to this. That Luke 10, 19 was alive in my heart. And she was set free. Activate these promises inside of you. The speaking of God's promises, which we call it confessing of God's promises, activates them within you. They become alive inside of you. What are we supposed to pray? We're supposed to pray the things that we desire. The things that we desire. He says, whatsoever, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Therefore, what happens with that? You desire those things, you say those things, you are hearing what you desire. Faith is coming for you to receive what you desire. And you know the principle is this, from that same Mark 11, you'll have what you say. Don't forget that. You will have what you say. That, that really, so to speak, intrigues me uh, or amazes me. Here are ten spies sent by, by, by Moses. They go, they bring evil report. Two spies, Caleb and Joshua, they go to the promised land. They come back. They say, remember they, everything they did, they're saying, they brought good report. These ones say they are not able. The two says we are well able to take this land. These ones heard what they said. Caleb and Joshua, I mean, received what they said. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so look at this. It's not talking about ABCs of prayer. It's not what we say only when we are praying, but what we, we have to develop our speech or our conversation to be in line with God's word. In other words, we release faith with every word that we speak. Every word that we speak. You know, you can't say like, we are dying. And no, we aren't. You understand that? Now, you may say like, it may not happen one day, it may not happen that same day, but actually, you are developing faith in death wars for those to happen. While you keep saying the word of God and keep saying the word of God, and it happens. I, re I remember uh, some, some months ago, 
I told Tina, honey, I have to have such and such an amount to do, to, to do some, some work. I have to have such and such an amount. And I, say, I said it. And I said it. And, you know, the, the, those ones are like, I must have it. I must have it. And then she looked at me. She said, she asked me, um, tell me, can I get that money from the circle? Since it seems like you must have it. I said, uh, I'll think about that. And then, so, <laughs> after that, I, I left and, and the yoke was coming close to the day that I needed that amount of money. And that circle started ringing in my head. He <laughs> said the seed had been sown. Yeah. That, that circle was right there. And, and, you know, I thought the circle kept ringing in my head. And then the Lord, I was listening to a certain pastor on Sunday afternoon. Sunday evening. And he said, I'm telling you, the Spirit of God used him to speak to me directly. Just spoke to me. And the Lord said this to me, do you want to go back to something? I have no problem with circle. You understand that? that I'm talking about me. No, I'm not talking about it. I'm, I'm giving you something you can learn from it. But I'm not telling you that you shouldn't get money from your circle. You understand? That was me. And the Lord said this, do you want to go back into something that I... I dealt, you with, I, dealt, I dealt with you over 20 years ago. I said, no, Lord. And that pastor spoke, it was on television, spoke to me directly. And I thought, this is the Lord. That's it. So I settled in my heart, I'm not going to go that direction. But I must have that money. Okay? A week before, about, about, about nine days, ten days before, an individual, the Lord spoke to an individual and said, I want you to give to Pastor Davis such and such an amount. I said, what? That amount of money? Why? <laughs> Does it happen? I've never given such an amount of money to anyone. And the Lord, the Lord told the individual, I want you to. It was on a Friday night. Went to sleep. In the morning, and if you told me when they woke up, it was right there. <laughs> it's just they knew what they were supposed to do. You know the one that you know what you're supposed to do, like in the service, and the Lord say, I want you to give 10,000, and you are, I exalt thee. And then they say, is this, obedience is better than sacrifice. <laughs> and then the voice says that, that's what they say. I exhort. But you know what you're supposed to do right inside of you? Has ever happened to you? Huh? <laughs> you know what you're supposed to do, but you're lifting, you're, you're shouting louder. But the, in your heart, you know God is all-knowing and he's smart. Now, do you think you'll shout, you'll shout louder that God, that you can't hear his voice? Jonah tried. Jonah tried. He went, he got into a boat, going to a different, into a ship, went to a different area. Did that happen? I mean, that was so foolish. You, you asked John in heaven. I mean, that was so foolish. It's, I'm running away from God. What? How? When he got even in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the that, that's, that was amazing. 
uh, actually, to get into the belly of a fish, to be right in there, and God is speaking. The prayers that he was making, that belly. <laughs> he has some, some prayers in the belly of a fish. That is so amazing, people. I don't know if you read the Bible and, and you see yourself. Have you ever seen yourself in the belly of a fish? Please, that's disobedience. Don't see yourself there. But is that, that amazing? Does that amaze you? Do you read the scriptures and you really see something there and you start laughing? I had a certain story of a certain man. Uh, the wife had given uh, her life to Christ and she was so excited and went back and she said, uh, uh, the man came. You know, it's been proven uh, that there is no bi fish big enough to swallow a human being. I said, but it happened. I said, no, that cannot be. So all this about Jonah being swallowed by fish, that is not true. It is not true. And the wife said, that's fine. I'll ask him in heaven. And the husband said, what about if you don't find him in heaven? He said, you'll ask him. <laughs> oh, you got the story. <laughs> Listen to this. We aren't, we aren't called to figure out things with our heads. We're called to do what? To believe. Who created the fish? God. He created the fish. I mean, why don't you take the word of God and believe? But think about this. Why was I going into that? Anyway, yeah, this is what it is. The individual knew on that Saturday morning and uh, called and asked, what is the official name of Pastor Davis? And then he was given and wrote a check. And listen to this. Just one week before, the Lord did exactly that. I'd say those words. And the closer it became, you know, the pressure comes up. But what do you need to do? keep saying. Don't change. What about if it's the actual day? Keep saying. What about the day passes? Keep saying. In fact, for me, usually, it's, 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 I've, I've seen this over the years, I say, uh, Lord, is there any place that I'm missing? You see, you start searching now. Is there any place that I'm missing actually your will? And if you see that there is a place you're missing, then you repent of it. But then you do what? And he'll give you the utterance. Keep saying the word of God does not change and it does not live in the realm of time. Do you know I got exactly that? But look at this. I did that. And when I, when I finished what I was doing with that amount of money, I thought, good Lord Jesus. Because I, I wish I'll, I'll tell you after that, it was one, one breakthrough after another and one breakthrough after another. I wish I'll tell you that, but that was not the case. I could have been being hunted by the circle, hunted down by the circle. <laughs> I'm telling you, I said, God, you saved me again. It is by hearing, by desiring to hear, God came through and through his mass and through his grace did that. And the individual called me and said, I've never given to any person such an amount, and say this, I've never even sown such an amount of seed. But it came through. Keep saying. Keep saying. Keep go back to the word of God and build up your faith. Now, look at this. So, so let's see. 
what, what, what confessing or, or believing God in the words that you say is actually you're keeping the, the, the answers in front of you so that what you are seeing, what you are hearing, the answers of the things you desire and not the things that you do not desire to happen. The things that are, go back to that uh, Job 3.25, please. Then you go a certain direction and then you pray. Okay. 3.25. Oh, it's taking long. Okay. Uh, For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. Do you know that you are speaking about that fear? And that which I was afraid of, of is come upon me. So actually, fear attracts those things that you are fearing to happen upon your life. While faith, remember, is a substance of things hoped for, faith will attract those things that you are hoping for. You see that? Faith in God, saying, believing, developing your faith will attract the things that you are hoping for because faith now is a substance of those things that you're hoping for. And when you start saying and you start believing, you start seeing them. So think about this. How effective can we be as prayers if our words are filled with faith? How effective can we be? And not only in our, in our prayer room, but in our walk on a day-to-day basis. Whatever we are dealing with, uh, just we are, we are dealing with on a day-to-day basis is that we are looking at the Word of God. We were in a meeting last evening. I, I won't give you so much details of it. But we were in a meeting, meeting last evening. Remember I told you, I've been saying that Victory Faith has a dynamic youth ministry. Remember I told you some, some weeks ago. And this house shall be known as the house of prayer for all nations. Usual people who don't know the principles of calling those things that be not as they, though they were, that be not as though they were, they, they think like, how is that going to happen? That's why you are calling those things that be not as though they were. You understand? What you are seeing is what is here. But what you, you need to call for that which you do not see. It's not revealed to your senses yet. It's, it's not visible. You cannot touch it yet. You need, you need to start calling it into existence. Now then, so, so we had a discussion, da-da-da, and on and on. And, and so many things came about the negative things happening, suicide rates, you know, on and on. I remember Pastor Carla telling me weeks ago that actually in, in the U.S., uh, suicide, uh, suicide is, a, is a pandemic. Many people. I saw even a certain Kenyan, actually, this week I saw in the news a bit, I haven't read it, but a 17-year-old found dead. You know, those suicide in the U.S. Just so many things happening. Hey, can I tell you something? The more you keep your ears there, and the more you talk about that, you develop fear towards that. But what about start going to the word of God and, 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 and believing God for practical wisdom of what to do with the youths? That's what I'm talking about. So then, so I could tell so many things we discussed and on and on. I stood up. I didn't know what I was going to say, but I was giving direction for the next meeting. And I said, let's pray in the Holy Ghost. And I prayed, and we prayed a little bit, and I had something that really blessed me. 
And, and let me see if I, I'll, I'll bring it up and, and you, can, you can use it also for, in your family. <clears throat> oh, praise God. You know, I really regret it. I wish I had a recorder. But, but this is the essence of it uh, or the gist of it. That don't, don't think that the challenges that you are having in your generation, in your generation are unique. They are not. You are well equipped to deal with these challenges. And then give an, uh, give an example of, of that generation. It says now, when one, one generation fails to deal with the challenges that they are facing, there's those challenges will still remain, but the next generation will have to deal with them. And the example was the, 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 12, the 12 sides, those 10, they couldn't find the giants. Think about this. Joshua and Caleb saw the giants. The other 10 saw the same giants. But what did they do? The, the, 12, the 10 spies were overwhelmed. They had no faith. They had no spirit of faith. What they spoke is what they saw. They spoke doom to themselves and they died. Hey, did the giants live? They did. Their children had to deal with the same giants. So don't think like whatever you are, you are, you're experiencing now is unique. It's not. It's not. God has equipped us. You say, you know, I, I hear people and mostly people say this. You know, in our generation when you were growing up, we didn't, uh, us, we didn't have even phones. And, you know, that's fine. But that, did that catch God unawares? The, where did this come from? You think, you think it came from the devil? The phone didn't come from the devil. iPad came from the devil. Is it I devil? No, it's not. It came from God. So listen to this. There's nothing unique about these challenges. Parents, I encourage you, don't allow that to kind of pour cold water on your faith. Not so. Not so. We are well able. We have faith in God. And listen to this. There is wisdom. There is the wisdom of God to be able to move through every challenge that any generation will face. It's available to the seekers. Every challenge, any generation that will ever face, there is available wisdom. You say like, oh, I think I could have been better. You think you could have been better if you were in Poland in 1945? When the Jews were being killed and World War and on and on and on. You know what? I'm so glad I'm leaving this generation. I don't have to look for a donkey to go across the city. When could I have reached Nairobi? I could have been back there in the country. <sighs> it took me, the first time I drove myself from Nairobi to my home area, I'm telling you, I felt this way. I left, I think Tina and I left maybe 6.30 or so, um, six, 7 or 6.30, in, in, and by 1 o'clock we are at home. I, you know, I felt... 12 at 1 o'clock, I felt like I'd wasted my life in the buses. <laughs> I spent much of my life in the buses. Because <laughs> you leave, we leave early, and then by the time, sometimes even at 10 o'clock, you haven't reached. You know the time that they had those, those pushers uh, that you look at each other, 
<laughs> you look familiar. You know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're many of you are not born. Not, you are not born. <laughs> they are those, those ones, and, and you're looking at each other, and it takes a long time for them to feel and on and on and on. And, and in my, I remember my, my home, my village, actually, it was the vehicle will pass in the morning, just around 7 a.m. in the morning. Then it will come back some in the evening. I think it was, no, no, no. Before then, actually, those are, my, my dad would, or my dad and my mom were teachers. So they were taken to teach in a certain area, so that's where I grew up. So to go in that area, they had to hire a Land Rover. Because there are no matatus. So hire a Land Rover, and, and, and you know, in a village, if you've had a Land Rover, you are rich. You understand, your teachers. In the, in the 70s and in the 80s, we were wealthy. We were wealthy to the, uh, the standard of, uh, of that village. <laughs> Until I started realizing that people were wealthy. <laughs> now then, Joshua 1.8, then we'll end up with this. Parent, the challenge is not unique. Don't magnify it. Young person, challenge you're going through is not unique. Don't magnify it. Listen to this. Don't excuse yourself to staying in there. Move out of it. It's not. It's not unique. I believe technology, oh, it's for benefit. I mean, I, I can get to talk to people worldwide. I remember a friend of mine went to the U.S. in 1997. I, man, by the time you get to write a letter to them and you don't know if it went or not and on and on. I remember even letters. I, I, I remember I was, I really needed to saw. Uh, a seed, and, and I'll tell you it was, I needed, I told Tina, we must sow seed to Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Those years, we must. It was so difficult to sow a seed. I would go, and the nearest uh, office of South Africa, I'll go, buy an envelope, change dollars, put them in an envelope, Seal them nicely with, you know, cover it. And I'm telling you, I remember dropping it at the post office by faith. I remember sending $100 and I'm saying, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the protection of this money. And after a few months, I'll get a thank you. We received your donation of $100. Yeah. Amen. But nowadays, online. online, boom, and it's gone. And automatically you receive something say, we've received your donation. For me, that is good. So technology, parents is not of, it's not parenting seminar, you understand that? But technology is not of the devil. But listen to this, let's use our faith and speak faith words. If you go to meetings and all you hear is negative and negative and negative, you are developing in fear. And the thing that you greatly fear you'll see them happening in your children's lives. Don't accept that. Let's finish with this. Joshua 1.8. What, what is God doing here? This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, 
but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. What is God doing here to, 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 to Joshua? He's changing his image inside of him, actually changing his image. And by having the word of God in front of him, day and night, saying it, he's placing the answers before him. I'll say it again. Let's see some of the scriptures. Let's go back to verse 1. Let's go back to just Joshua 1.1. 1, 1. Let's, let's read some scriptures. <clears throat> this will be the last one. So listen to this. After the death, of, the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Now this is the obituary. Moses, my servant, is dead. There was the obituary now. <laughs> God announced it. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Remember years ago, 40, 40 years before, he had even told the children, over 40 years before, that the, the spies, he had told them, to the land that I'm giving them. Did that word never ever change? Oh, don't forget that, people. We need to have so much confidence in God's word, it doesn't change. Did that word never change? No. Did, how, many, how many millions had died? Or thousands and thousands had died in the wilderness, but the word remained. Listen, don't listen to what people are saying. Listen to what God is saying and say what God is saying and pray what God says in his word. So go back, let's, let's go to verse, the next verse. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. So it's, it's, it's still affirming his word. From the wilderness and, the, and this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. The others died 40 years before then. I mean, the, the, the other 10 spies, they already died. They were dead. But this man is coming to a place that he's now seeing the promise of God being fulfilled. I want that. I want that for my generation. I mean, I don't want the only one obtaining the promise. I want many of us that we go in and hear, we are seeing the promises of God being fulfilled. And then he says this, I go to the next one. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you, nor forsake you. Do you know what is coming there? These are words of God. Do you know what he's hearing? What is coming? Faith. Faith to obtain the promise. And then go to the next one. Be strong and of good courage. What are you supposed to be repeating? I'm strong in the Lord. And I have a good courage. Hey, you know if there's no threatening situation, you don't need courage. <laughs> but you know in the midst of a threatening situation, you better be saying that. You better be saying before, but when you come to that situation, even if you feel like fear is creeping all over you, say this, I refuse to fear. The fear is not in you. 
Why? God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. What is inside of you is power. What is inside of you is the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Even, in the, even if you're feeling like you're trembling, that's a feeling. Say, I refuse to fear. Don't forget that. And then he says this. Be strong and of good courage, for, for to these people you shall divide us and inherit us the land which I sowed to their fathers to give them. And then he says, only be strong. Now, God is not a stammerer. So he's repeating something you need to pay attention to. And very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. You do not turn from it to the right or hand or to the left what you may, that you may prosper wherever you go. Look at this. He says this. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the word of God. So to speak. Now, it takes strength. It takes courage to do the word of God in a seemingly negative situation. According to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you, do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may prosper, prosper wherever you go. That's dependent on the word. And then that's when we come to verse 8. So, verse 8, then he said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. In other words, you speak it, it's right in front of you. And the more it's in front of you, the more faith is coming. And the more faith is coming, you enter into the promises of God. Faith was in your prayer. And not only that, after prayer. Now, last scripture, Romans 8.26. What about if I don't know the words to speak? If you don't know the words to speak, verse 26, it says, Romans 8, 26, likewise. Please, you, you go back there and find out what is likewise. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. That's what happens. We do not know what we should pray for as we ought. Think about this. What is actually prayer? The words that we are speaking. So in other words, sometimes we lack even the words to speak in prayer. You see what I'm saying? We don't have words to speak in prayer. But the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So if I don't know what we should, I should pray as I ought, then I start praying in the Holy Ghost. That's where it comes in. Lord, Father, concerning this, this situation, I really don't have the answers and I don't know what to say and I don't want to say my own words. But Lord, I give my tongue to you and I give this time to you and I thank you for the help of the Holy Spirit. And you start praying in the Holy Ghost. Do you know what is happening? Words start coming up like last, last evening. Words start coming up in your, from your spirit. You start realizing, oh my goodness, I can say some things here. And the Lord will take you back to his word. And you start looking at some things from his word. He's giving you utterance with the understanding to be able to speak in that situation. And what happens? You'll have what you say. 
Oh, this is the last scripture, Jude 20. Jude 20. Because I, I wanted to, to, to finish something there of, of praying in tongues. You see that? Yes. Because praying in tongues, listen to this, it's a language that you are not understanding with your natural uh, mind, but don't you know that your spirit knows exactly what is happening? Now look at this. But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. You feel like your faith is not as it should. You've been reading the word of God. You've been hearing the word of God. But you still feel like there's something I need to do. You start praying in the Holy Ghost and you start praying in the Holy Ghost. What is happening? You're building yourself up in your most, on your most holy faith. It's rising within you. And all of a sudden, you have insight concerning words that you didn't have insight for before. And you realize, wow, I can see it, Lord. Now I can see it. Now I can see it. Now I can say with understanding, I have it. I believe I have it. And I receive what I've prayed by faith. Amen? Amen. Stand up on your feet, please. There are basics. But I've bought, bought it planes more than once. <laughs> but I'm telling you, when they, they stand, mostly, mostly air hostess, but whatever it is, when they stand, they say, even if you're a frequent flyer, you need to pay attention to these instructions. Uh, I've, I've traveled sometimes with people, and they are talking, and say, no, just a moment, let me, let me pay attention to that. I'm hearing it afresh. It might be that can save my life. Do you understand? Because, but I've been flying, but no. Hey, just like food. You can tell me the last breakfast you had was four, four, four mornings ago. I can tell from your faces. <laughs> it's not four days ago. No, no, no. So, so, so you can... I, I like watching them, what they are saying, observe them, that's fine. They're giving instruction. After that, I can be able to do the instruction. When I go to a place and they're giving instruction, I like paying attention to those instructions. Literally, for me, even when people are clapping, I like really, if I'm clapping, I clap. Not this. Serious. When someone, someone has said something and, and people are clapping, if I'm really participating in that clapping, I really want to, to put my energy into it. Not. Have you ever done this? In other words, because they clap, that's why I'm clapping. If I don't want to clap, I won't clap. If I'm going to clap, I need to clap. In other words, give life to everything you're doing. Give life to your prayer. Give life to your words. Say that those words by faith, whatever it is. Say those words by faith. Pray in the Holy Ghost knowing I'm into it. I'm in here. And I believe in God. This is what is exactly what is going to happen. And if I don't see the result, I have to go back to the word of God. What does the word of God say? I want these ABCs to be in me and to be functioning in me. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and thank the Lord for his word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your living word, the foundations of standing in prayer and standing in faith, and having your word right in front of us. It says, whatever things we desire, there are things we desire, and we want your word to be the main thing. That we say it. That we believe it. That we receive according to your word. That we say according to your word. That we develop our faith even in the words that we speak. Father, I'm asking you for a cleansing from idle words. You say that in your word in Matthew chapter 12. We, are, we ask you, Father, you can also ask for forgiveness for being cleansed from idle wars non-operative wars faithless wars that we have spoken concerning our nation faithless wars that we've spoken concerning our lives faithless wars we've spoken concerning situations that we face even concerning our local church and we receive by faith utterance utterance that when you release words, we speak them by faith. We are confident that we have spoken them and they are being done in the name of Jesus. We believe that we shall have what we say. So thank you, Father, for this nation. You've saved this nation over and over again and therefore, again, we thank you for the rains all over this nation in the name of Jesus. All what we are seeing in northeastern Kenya, Father, we believe you. I've been asking you, Father, show us what to do. Show us what to do as people of faith. I've been asking the Lord that. Show us what to do, Father, concerning northeastern area and people that are suffering and having hunger. Show us what to do and lead us, Father. Lead us as a church in helping your people. And we do thank you, Father, for your goodness and for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, Father, thank you tonight for every utterance of your spirit. We'll have what we say. And we've said it in other tongues. We've said some with understanding. Therefore, we have what we say we have what we have said we believe we receive the manifestation of this utterance of your spirit we claim that we say that in the name of Jesus we have what we have said I thank you father for your people there's a lifting up from every spirit of heaviness and into the spirit of joy I say that there's a lifting up from every spirit of heaviness into the spirit of joy and enter into the joy of serving the Lord your God. Thank you, Lord, for every spirit of heaviness that is left, has left your people. And I thank you, Father, for your presence. Your presence. Your presence, Father, over your people right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen.